Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Let me give you our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I'm going to have Operation Don't Let Biden Trip and Fall uh, going going on at the White House. I mean, that's how pathetic this is. I mean, you can't even believe, you know, that that's now their official mission. Keep Joe from falling again. Don't let him trip again. Don't let him embarrass himself again. Then he fumbles, by the way, an acronym during a Pacific Island speech. Uh, I'm going to give you the, the specifics of all of this. I, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Even Hillary Clinton is warning Team Biden they're in trouble. She's worried about third-party challenges from Cornell West, the no-parties label. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been treated like crap by the Democratic Party completely. And, and he's now had a meeting, apparently, with the, the Libertarians. Uh, the Biden world is is really, really worried about that. Uh, and also, Joey's, you know, out with the UAW on the picket line today. You know, for all of you with the UAW, I'm going to tell you something. I want to stop right here. I admire what you do. I admire how hard you work. I know it's hard what you do. And if you want to know the biggest obstacle and what should be the biggest point of negotiation to me and what is the biggest job killer? It is Joe Biden's policies. That's what's killing the UAW. That's what's killing the automakers. Now, Exhibit A, Ford had a great year. They made a lot of profit this past year. But guess what? They also lost $4.5 billion on their electric vehicle line because people don't want them. I noticed, uh, you know, AOC was getting criticized because she owns a Tesla and it's a non-union, you know, company. Uh, that's neither here nor there. She's driving the precious, you know, holy grail uh, of, you know, the left, which is electric vehicles. So I'm just telling you when you're going to see J Donald Trump there, too. Donald Trump's policy. He's the guy that put the tariffs on China. And where do you think most of these batteries and a lot of the minerals from these batteries are coming from? China, 
you know, Joe Biden doesn't seem to have a problem. The Chinese spy balloon. What are, what are the consequences? Nothing. Intellectual property theft. What are the consequences? Nothing. You know, unfair trade practices. What are the consequences? Nothing. You know, you, you look at the hostility that China has shown our military and hostile maneuvers in international airwaves and hostile maneuvers in international waterways against the U.S. military. The never-ending, you know, flying over Taiwan airspace, you know, threatening leading American officials for not, you better not dare go to Taiwan, basically saying, you might die if you go and don't support Taiwan. But no, this White House is very, very busy now as the Biden staff is urgently working to prevent him from taking another disastrous fall. How long? Maybe they've been listening to me. Linda, how long have I been saying and suggesting this guy is one one more fall away from just a total abandonment by his party, right? Oh, my God. You've been saying it since he was VP. Yeah, that too. But, you know, his cognitive decline has gotten dramatically, significantly worse. We'll go into those examples in a minute. Um, But his staff is now working to prevent him from taking a fall again. And that involves working with a physical therapist to improve his balance, wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping and using the short stairs on Air Force One. Democrats, including some of the administration, they're they're simply terrified that he's going to have another bad fall, which to them is a a nightmare scenario, especially if it happens in the weeks before the 2024 election, which means that they're going to have to hide him in the basement. Now they're saying that it, the, the mission is to stop him from tripping and falling because he's struggling with spinal arthritis. Oh, now we're going to put a name to it. Okay. Well, how come that didn't come up in their their disclosure forms on Biden's health? All right. The, the, let's have a don't let our president fall down and embarrass us again moment. The, the American people already see it, whether he falls or doesn't fall. You know, he just he botched a simple acronym while speaking to leaders from the Pacific Islands Monday in his latest verbal blunder. You know, he got stumped as he was trying to dictate the abbreviation of the administration's Pacific Island infrastructure initiative at the White House Forum. Today, I'm pleased to announce. Well, I think we have it, don't we? That we're working with Congress to invest 40 billion in our Pacific Island infrastructure initiative. He told the roundtable of leaders. We call it the P, uh, P, I. Anyways, it doesn't matter what we call it, but but that's what it is. I'm like, man, you can't make this up. Speaks before the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, and he thinks he's speaking before the Congressional Black Caucus. Now, if you, if any of you have ever had the the experience, it's actually very painful to see people sharp, bright, with it together. And and they get to older ages and sometimes they even have now what's called early onset Alzheimer's. And these people, it's so sad to see because it, it, the symptoms are so classic. And Joe Biden the other day tells a story to a group of donors. And then just a few minutes later, tells the same story to that same audience, the same group of donors. Well, when you see people with dementia, Alzheimer's, that that is a very similar characteristic that they have. I mean, you talk about being on and and or if they, for example, ask a question, you give an answer. A few minutes later, they'll ask the same question again, and then a few minutes after that, may even ask it another time. Very very common. 
I mean, he's with the Brazilian president. Bumps into the the flagpole on the way out. Whoops, I didn't see it. Well, that could have been a fall-down moment. Then, you know, looks half asleep while he's up on stage, mumbling and bumbling his way through every speech he okay. gives. It's getting... Oh, you got the Pacific Islander thing played. Growth begins with a strong infrastructure. So today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Islands Infrastructure Initiative. We call it the PPI, anyway, it doesn't matter what we call it, but that's what it is. <laughs> I was going to get back to acronyms, and I'm going to, I'm going to withstand not doing that. Including investments in digital connectivity through the Partnership for Global Infrastructure Investment. I mean, the, the litany of errors, and by the way, notice his speaking is so tired, is that, it's like it begins to get into the mumble, or maybe to get himself up. He, he just starts yelling, another tactic of his. Or he just starts whisper, just whispers. And then he digresses constantly. You know, as I learned as a kid and my father said, Joey. And then he goes off to tell another lie about his life. I mean, it's unreal. And, you know, I'll get to some of these cuts later, but I got cuts of apparently James Carmel was on with Bill Maher. I mean, they're, they're both brutal to him. Biden, you know, Carville saying Biden can't run for president. Seventy five percent don't want him to run again. That's a big blanking number. Carville says, you know, finding the left to be he finds the left to be annoying. Western far left are the most habitually stupid, naive people you can only imagine. That is the Democratic Party today. You don't have moderate Democrats anymore. Carville saying progressive liberal Democrats are annoying, silly and goofy. This guy knows a thing or two. I've debated him. He's smart. He's funny. Um, I like him. He's wrong. But he's the guy that got Bill Clinton back on track, along with Stephanopoulos, Bagala. Who else was in that? Rom Rombo, Deadfish. I mean, honestly, after Hillary Care flopped and Newt Gingrich became speaker, Republicans gained the speakership first time in 40 years. You know, they, they needed to pivot. The era of big government's over, the end of welfare as we know it. And and how did that end for the American people? That ended with the last balanced budgets, I believe five in a row, that we had as a country. Not the two trillion that Biden gave us just this past year alone. You know, you look at, at Biden's approval ratings and numbers, you know, most Americans are worse off uh in in, in decades. Ninety one percent Furious about the cost of food. 87% feel the same way about gas and energy. And by the way, it's only getting worse. There's a prediction yesterday I told you about it. J.P. Morgan predicting gas oil costing $150 a barrel. You know what that means at the pump? We'll be paying way over $5 for the national average for gas. That's a disaster. That is another Biden tax on top of the 10000 per household we already pay. It's just none of it is any good. You know, I just operation don't let Joe fall. Wow. That, that is that is so frightening as a country for that is frightening to me. And it should be to all of you as well. This is, you know, not a good moment for this country. I don't think he is it is obvious he's not up to this job. It is that obvious. It's that transparent. It's that clear. And I don't know why. You know, only now, slowly we're beginning to see the dominoes fall. Maureen Dow, David Ignatius, Liberal Joe, Van Jones, David Axelrod, James Carville, Bill Maher. 
add him to the list. Certainly not votes of confidence from from Democratic leadership. James Clyburn's tepid comments about Kamala Harris were revealing. Nancy Pelosi's comments about Kamala were like, well, Joe likes him. How's he doing? Well, Joe likes him. That's why. Well, a vice president doesn't do, do much anyway. I thought she was the border czar and the this czar and the that czar. You know, and it's kind of funny when you put it together with how, you know, we they haven't even touched this yet. And I'm telling you, watch for this. When the mainstream media mob begins to sound like me and other conservatives, but, but I think we've been hammering this more than anybody. Linda, I may be wrong. I don't listen to a lot of other media, but we certainly have been hitting it hard on the issue of the Joe Biden bribery, money laundering scandal allegations. It's so funny to look at this list of Democrats now. What are we up to? 18? Uh, Warnock now joining on board. Fetterman got the ball rolling. Sherrod Brown, Ohio. Welch, Vermont. Baldwin, Wisconsin. Tester, Montana. Casey, Pennsylvania. Rosen, Nevada. Warren, Warren, Elizabeth Warren. Heinrich, New Mexico. Booker, his, his own fellow New Jersey senator, saying he has to go. Talking about the issue of Menendez. Klobuchar, Kelly, Bennett, Markey, Gillibrand. Hassan, uh, what's the Hawaii senator's name? Hirono? Did I say that right? Hirono. Senator Warnock in Georgia. Wow. I tell you what, list. Warnock's got some, uh, he's got some nerve considering all the stuff that's out there about him. Okay. Now, we're dealing in the case of Bob Menendez, and it's interesting that he breached official duty in a way that benefited the government of Egypt. Okay. What are the accusations? What are the evidence they have? And they, the indictment re- reveals that they had hundreds of thousands of dollars, 480000 to be specific. That was paid to them another seventy, and they found that. What's interesting is it reveals that federal agents had a search of his home, discovered, you know, all this cash, all these gold bars, and a safe deposit box. All right, they found $480,000 in cash at his home, largely stuffed in envelopes and hidden in closets uh, and a safe. They discovered another seventy grand in the senator's wife, uh, senator's wife's deposit box. Some of the envelopes contained the DNA belonging to, uh, you know, the people involved in this scheme. So they claim, "I believe you're innocent until you're proven guilty." Cash located in jackets with Menendez's name stitched on them. You know, meanwhile he's claiming, "Well, I just you know, I, I, that's how I save money over the years. I've just put away all this money and all this gold." And then we find a Google search, kilo of gold price. So when he was given the gold, he said, oh, I wonder how much these are worth. Oh, that's not too obvious. So they want, you know, in this case, you're talking about ah, maybe $700,000, somewhere in that range. Okay. In the case of the Bidens, both Nancy Mace and James Comer said for the Biden family alone, it's going to be north of $50 million with all these, you know, a China Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, uh, Romania, Mexico. What did any of those family members, why did they have shell corporations? Why did he lie? What did Hunter do for the, the amount of money? Did Joe, was it a quid pro quo? I think so. This for that. When he fired the prosecutor because Burisma was paying his son a ton of money. 
and he leveraged a billion of our tax dollars to get the guy fired in six hours, and they continue to get paid. Hunter got paid as a result of that decision. That that would meet the statutory language of bribery. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let me tell you a story about Natalie. Found out she was pregnant. Her initial reaction was fear, anger. She didn't think she can go through with the pregnancy, decided on abortion. Anyway, her partner's family, they were praying. Uh, she was led to a pre-born network center. Now, that's the group that gives free uh, 4D ultrasounds to any expecting uh, mom. Uh, free counseling, and, and then they even help after the baby's born if needed with baby formula, diapers, whatever people need. Uh, they help for people that want their, to give up their children for adoption, which I think is very noble. Anyway, once she saw what was happening, the miracle was happening inside of her with 4D ultrasound. It's so different than when my kids were born. I mean, you, you can hear the heartbeat. You heard it back then, but now you see you know, facial features and fingers and toes, and you can count them. And anyway, she chose, Natalie in this case, chose life and received ongoing love and support from preborn. But they only do this, that unlike Planned Parenthood, they don't get a penny from the federal government. Every single, you know, 4D ultrasound costs them 28 bucks. And you know what? The only reason that this mission is successful is because of your generosity. Linda, I mean, they're having great success. That's why I donated two 4D ultrasound machines recently. I'm going to donate another one. Listen, we all need to donate a little bit of what we've got. And I know a lot of us don't have a whole lot. But if you are a supporter of life like Preborn, like we are here at this show, 
we really want to help those who make the difficult choice to choose life when everybody else tells them not to because there's plenty of Planned Parenthood that's already got our money. So we got to give a little. You know, it's just interesting to me. I've always said abortion's a hard issue. I know it's in the realm of politics, but it's a hard issue. And they use the science of 4D ultrasound, and it's working to convince expecting moms to keep the miracle growing inside them. Anyway, just dial pound 250, say the keyword uh, baby, pound 250, keyword baby. Go to their website, and that's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, preborn.com slash Sean, all gifts tax deductible. 100% of your donation goes to the cause, 100%. So I'm watching this whole thing with, you know, Senator Menendez, and it's bad. I mean, you know, the idea that this guy, Greg Jarrett made this point, you know, didn't learn from the last time. It's it's like, wow. And I know he's been able to hire Abby Lowell back. Okay, good choice. That's also Hunter Biden's attorney. He's also got Menendez off the first time. And I think one of the more interesting aspects of that is he ended up giving the money back last time. Hmm. And and they had a hung jury in his case. They could have brought the charges again, but I guess giving the money back was maybe the, the compromise for not having another trial and risking jail. Um, but if you look at, you know, 450000 480000 in cash stuffed in the clothing at home, you know, 70000 in a safe deposit box, uh, 100,000 in gold bars that have serial numbers linked to his co-conspirator. You know, why Why was he Googling, what is the price of a kilo of gold? Oh, maybe because they gave him kilos of gold and he never had those before. Or the luxury Mercedes convertible that he got. And apparently they even paid, I guess, some mortgage payments or rent payment. I'm not sure which. But that, you know, it's it's a significant amount of money. But now you've got 18 Democrats wanting him out. And I'm thinking, wow, how come they want Menendez out? But yet you got Joe Biden and you got this this cascading amount of evidence that has emerged. How he lied to the American people again and again about never being in business. Well, first it was I never spoke to my son, my brother or anybody for that matter. Then it became, oh, no, Joe's never been in business with his son. Then it became, well, Joe never, you know, benefited at all from his son's business. Uh, Excuse me. And then you got the tapes. And the tape of him leveraging a billion so that, you know, that investigation, the prosecutor would get fired. Well, what was one of the biggest results of that decision? Prosecutors fired. Hunter continues to get paid. Hunter went on Good Morning America. No experience in energy, oil, gas, coal. No experience in Ukraine. It's like the money, the shakedown money that we talked at length about yesterday, the the I'm sitting here with my father message and between everybody is not he knows and my ability to hold the grudge. You'll regret not following through. I just want to say my son Hunter, he's running point on this. And I just want you to know between everybody I know and his ability to hold the grudge, you'll regret not following through on your commitment. Well, within days, five point one million dollars sent to one of Hunter's companies. CEFC. Now, now we have some evidence that suggests it might have been related to revealing uh, unsealed indictments in the Southern District of New York. Wow, that that's a big issue. I'd like to get to the bottom of that, and I have every belief the Southern District of New York, pretty serious prosecutors over there. You don't want to mess with them. But the and and everyone wants Menendez to go. The amount of money, the shell corporations. 
Nine family members identified by the House Oversight Committee. Shell corporations identified by the House Oversight Committee. No experience, millions of dollars. Nancy Mace, James Comer believe it'll be north of 50 million plus for the Biden family alone. And, you know, and then, of course, well, well, Joe didn't get paid. He didn't know anything about it. Really? Well, five days before he leveraged the billion to get the prosecutor fired, how come Hunter was with the desperate Burisma executives in Dubai and they called Joe five days before he did this? Really? And then after the guy's fired, Hunter gets paid. And then you have the FBI informant talking to the CEO of Burisma. I didn't want to have to pay the Bidens, but I had to. Five million for one Biden, five million for another Biden. Take you 10 years to figure out how we paid him. That's not evidence. That's not damning evidence, because I think it is. Not one Democrat ever, ever talks about this, ever. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable. There is one person that has gone to bat for Senator Menendez, and it's a Republican. And I like Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. You know, kind of crossing partisan lines here, went to bat for Bob Menendez, arguing that the New Jersey senator should not buckle to calls from Democrats to resign amid these corruption charges. And on the other hand, Cory Booker, his fellow New Jersey senator, he called for him to step aside. And many observers think that, you know, you know, a key for breaking this dam and support in the upper chamber. But Cotton went the other way, voiced support for Menendez to fight it out. I still, by the way, believe people are innocent until proven guilty. Doesn't look good for Menendez, I'll tell you that. Charges against Menendez are serious. They're troubling. At the same time, the Department of Justice has a troubling record of failure and corruption in cases against public figures. And he's right on this history. Look at what they did to Ted Stevens. He was eventually exonerated, but he lost his seat and then died not long after. I'm sure the stress killed him. Look what they did to Bob McDonald in Virginia. You know, convicted on 11 counts, every one of them vacated in a unanimous Supreme Court decision. You know, look at the weaponization against Donald J. Trump. You know, and you know what? Cotton's right. Senator Menendez has a right to test the government's evidence in court, just like any other citizen. He should be judged by jurors and New Jersey voters, not by Democratic politicians who now view him as an inconvenient as inconvenient to their hold on power. He's right. Because this now emerges, and th this this is the thing about the Joe Biden bribery, money laundering, uh, scandal allegations, is that we keep learning more every day. So you add Menendez to the mix, and you got yourself one hell of a sewer of corruption that is the Democratic Party in D.C., and it's not good. Anyway, by the way, Joey is going to the UAW strike. I guess went there earlier, Linda. I didn't get to see a whole lot of it. I'm not sure if you did. He did. He did some fist pumps. He did some gripping grins. It's interesting how he was able to make it there, but not East Palestine or the border or just basically anywhere else that matters. It's interesting. Well, he needs win unions to win. And right now he's he's just bleeding support among young people. You break things down demographically. He's bleeding uh, support in the African-American community and the Hispanic-American community. Maybe if he actually understood which group he was talking to in Congress when he's speaking to the Hispanic Congressional Caucus, maybe he shouldn't refer to them as the 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 black conservative caucus. I mean, 
Anyway, the UAW now refusing to endorse Biden until the electric vehicle issue has been worked out, but says he will they'll never endorse Trump because of his anti-labor policies. Yeah, let me tell you something. Under Trump, you're going to thrive. Under Trump, you're going to get restrictions on China that will be extremely helpful. By the way, they're getting very aggressive. Hunter Biden is now suing Rudy Giuliani for hacking the laptop. Rudy didn't hack the laptop. Rudy's an attorney. Was given access to it. You know, John Paul Mac Isaac or Isaac Mac, the, the repair shop computer guy. Well, it's it's right there in the contract. You don't pick up your, your materials the next number of days. You know, it becomes the property of the shop. And Hunter didn't pick them up in the beginning. Remember, I have no idea if that's my computer. Then why did they send people in to retrieve the computer? You know, more lies told. It doesn't mean a thing to me about this UAW issue. I will say this now. They, they, the, the latest offer was a 21% pay increase rejected by the union. They wanted a four-day work week, 32-hour day, 32-hour week work week. Sorry, guys, I can't support that. I love you guys. I love working people. I don't care if you do 40 hours in four days. I'm, I'm cool with that. You got to get your 40 hours in. Got to get the production time on the line. They got to make a profit. You know, I think the answer is, and a lot of CEO pay is based on performance, and it's a significant amount of money. In many cases, for CEOs, it's tens of millions of dollars based on how well that company does. Some people take small base salaries, and, and they're betting that they're going to be able to make the company a big, fat profit. Anyway, the union now wants a 34 to 40% pay increase. Pretty high. I think the, probably the answer is the best answer, real profit sharing. What do I mean by that? An a, a hourly wage that people can support their families and that everybody then is pulling in the same direction, and that means pulling for a successful company so they can get a big fat check like all these Wall Street fat cats at the you know, end of every fiscal year. I mean, real bonuses, not phony bonuses. You know, the union is mad that the CEO's got a 40% raise. Okay, they ended up making a lot of money and profit, although, you know, the canary in the coal mine and the entire business is Ford lost $4.5 million. That's a lot of money to lose. $4.5 million. It, oh, I'm sorry, did I say million? I'm an idiot. No, $4.5 billion in their electric vehicle line. That's unsustainable. They cannot sustain that. Um, and Donald Trump fighting tough with China. Guess what? That's going to benefit the UAW. That's going to benefit workers. You know, I listen, I try, I've tried for years to buy American cars. Occasionally I've deviated, but, you know, I'm under contract to buy another one. Um, it's just hard to get them, especially now. Forget it. Good luck to you. Consumer confidence comes in worse than expected, plunges to a four-month low. Well, who has confidence in this? You got another energy uh, uh, expert warning that oil, yeah. Remember, it was predicted yesterday that J.P. Morgan Chase warning oil could hit 150 bucks a barrel. Well, today, a major energy exploration company is warning the same thing, same, same number, 150 a barrel. 
And their quote is oil is is headed as high as one hundred and fifty dollars a barrel unless the U.S. government does more to encourage exploration. According to Continental Resources, the shale driller controlled by Harold Ham. Harold Ham knows the oil business. I met Harold Ham. I like Harold Ham. You know, demonized by the world. And, you know, it's. um, By the way, reporters were piling on a very frustrated Colleen Jean-Pierre over Biden's plan to join the UAW picket line. You know, the big guy. I hope he didn't. Did he trip today? Was today a non-tripping day? Was he coherent today? Does he know what day of the week it is? No, no, no. Today was not a non-tripping day. By the way, Ford, because they lost $4.5 billion, they've now paused their massive EV battery project that Republicans are probing over ties to the to China, the CCP. We have another bill that will impose a $1,000 fee on EVs to replace the gas tax for the Highway Trust Fund. It's, by the way, you're all going to pay. You know, there's a whole story in the Washington Free Beacon how the Biden administration is using the climate, quote, crisis to make housing even more expensive. Just like, you know, your, your refrigerators, your stoves, your air conditioners. Man, who can afford the changes, unfunded changes that they're trying to force on the entire country? We cannot sustain any of this. By the way, add to that this unmitigated disaster at the border. 11,000. 11,000 people. You know, they just came out in New York that, you know, they're going to spend, a, I mean, a, an astronomical amount of money, $40,000 per illegal immigrant in New York City. That's what it's costing just for temporary shelter in the early days of winter. And it, these these temporary shelters only protect people up to 40 degrees. You know, all all self-induced problems by Joe Biden and his radicalism. Anyway, 800 800- 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. All right, Tunnel to Towers. Uh, look, more than 38,000 U.S. vets are experiencing homelessness around the country. Oh, maybe we can use Ukraine money. Maybe we could use money that is going to illegal immigrants. Just a thought. Anyway, these are heroes that signed up to protect and to serve all of us sleeping on our nation's streets. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they're committed to helping all these heroes that sacrifice so much for us, our country, our freedoms. And through their Homeless Vets program, Tunnel to Towers is now providing housing assistance and services to these U.S. vets that meet the program requirements. And they're going to help a whopping 2,000 this year alone. That's a lot, but it's only the start. Uh, But they can only do it through your generosity. Anyway, we hope that you'll join us all here at Team Hannity. We're committed to the Tunnel to Towers mission. And they're asking all of us to donate $11 a month. And not getting money from the federal government, go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. You know what? They served us, our country, our communities. Now it's time for us to serve them. We'll continue. told Sean you need his insider updates straight from the source on today's big news. And Hannity gives you more every day. Sean Hannity. Oh, you just you just can't make this up, Linda. So Operation Keep Joe Standing Upright and, you know, by the White House, uh, Operation Don't Let Biden Fall. Uh, nearly fell apart today because he slipped and nearly tumbled down the stairs while exiting Air Force One. 
just hours after it was revealed that he's working with a physical therapist and they have this whole keep Joe standing upright team. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll show you on Hannity tonight. You can't make it up. Leo 2.0 and Carol Swain next. And Senator Tuberville of Alabama coming up. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 